Hello, and welcome to Core Women. My name is Dr. Summer Watson, and I'm the founder of Core Women, and I'm also an empowerment strategist for women. So if you're listening to this podcast to delve more into empowerment strategies, well, you're here for the right reason. However, Core Women was also developed because it's a special place that provides a unique idea of home for the hearts and souls of women. It's a place for us to share our strength, energy, wisdom, and authenticity. It's a place for women to find support and strategic empowerment ideas that will help support their lives. Today on the show, I'd like to welcome Stephanie Owens, who is a dynamic country artist. She has a story and voice that will resonate with you. Stephanie hails from Virginia and migrated to Nashville to pursue her dreams. You're going to want to follow the journey of this wonderful musical artist. Let's get right into talking about your journey, Stephanie, and welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let's start off with how did your journey as a musician and writer begin? Yeah, well, I don't know if I should say it's in the genes, but I guess I would (laughs) say it probably is. Um, Yeah, both both of my parents are very musical. I grew up in a musical family. My mom was a church organist and my dad had show choirs um, that I saw that we he took them down to Disney World and performed and all that. And so I watched all that growing up and was just always singing and always around music. And so it was kind of just in the bones, I guess, from a very early age. I think I could probably, uh, my dad would say I was singing as long as I could talk. Um, so I was basically always humming or doing something. But yeah, so it's always been a big, big part of me. And then just kind of grew into that and always loved it. Awesome. So let's tell the listeners a little bit about your EP and your song, Little Girl in the Mirror. I listened to that and I just, wow, it's an amazing song. Thank you. So let's talk about your EP and, the, and that song. Sure. Yeah. So, well, so I moved to Nashville about five years ago. I'm from Virginia and uh, I had, I guess I didn't answer this in your first part of your question, but I had written like little songs growing up through the years, nothing ever like super country or anything like that. But I had experimented with songwriting. But when I moved to Nashville uh, five years ago with the intention of at some point releasing music, I I was quickly like welcomed in the co-writing community. And uh, it's just like a whole different world kind of when you step in with other with other great thinkers and other great um, artists that can like really help guide like the song process and just you that's a learning process for sure so when I first got to town kind of did a lot of that writing what I thought was cool or what kind of sounded like it was on the radio or whatever and then I then I quickly realized that that's not me you know necessarily like those songs weren't me and so right. how was I going to get intentional about what I wanted to say and what I wanted people to hear and using my story and all those things um, as a part of it. And so um, once I got a little more detailed, like into like thinking about what I wanted to say as an artist, I quickly realized that I should really uh, be intentional about sharing my story. And um, so with that, um, my little girl in the mirror song, um, that is the song about my story. Um, When I was 11 to 14, um, I struggled with an eating disorder. um, And that was a really, really, really hard time in my life. And I didn't really know um, where to put my identity um, during those years. And I had been involved with a lot of shows and performing and was on stage a lot. And I think that the some of the perfectionism and just like trying to be perfect and look a certain way and be a certain way and make people think that I was like, whatever, great, or, you know, or those different things started to get to my head. Um, and that quickly 
escalated into like focusing way too much on my external appearance and um, then spiraled into an eating disorder. And so, uh, yeah. And I mean, I eventually had to come back and, and really learn that my, for me, my identity is in the Lord. And um, once I kind of worked through all of that, I'm definitely healed from that, but I never really, really talked about my story too much. Um, mm-hmm. And then my college years. And, and I mean, I wouldn't be afraid to say that I had struggled with that, but it definitely wasn't something that I like advertised. But when I got to Nashville and I was like thinking about what I really want to tell people as an artist and like how I can create a community. Cause even though like once you start gaining fans and doing shows and things like that, you're not necessarily getting to talk to people one-on-one, but I still wanted to be able to reach past that, like just the entertainment wall, if that kind of makes sense Absolutely. and be able to like speak into people's lives. And so I was like, well, um, I, I have my story and I think there's a purpose for it bigger than me just, telling that to a few people along the way and I know that body image is a huge huge issue in our our social media driven society today and so um so really got to thinking that I needed to start talking about my story and um a girl that I had written with um before Melissa I'm one of the co-writers on that song she came in with that title one day and she she was like what if we like turn this like little girl in the mirror something into your into your story and um and I knew like when she brought that title and I was like, yeah, we're writing that song. I was like, that's, that's perfect. And kind of like, um, it's about like going back and wishing you could tell that little girl in the mirror, you know, like don't have to worry about all these different things. Like go back to that carefree version of yourself. Um, and just kind of looking back and reflecting on, on that. So that, that's a really special song to me. And I did a music video for it and was very thankful to have CMT just recently at it um, to cmt.com and, um, just, yeah, be able to help, hopefully make people think a little bit when they see it, um, when they hear the song and, um, whether that's something they're going through themselves or whether they know somebody that, that has struggled with body image and eating disorders in general. So, yeah, so that's a special song. Um, that's one of the five songs, my EP and the other ones, um, are all very personal too in different ways, but, um, Heart Taker wrote that one when I had first met my husband <laughs> a little bit into that. And he was kind of the first guy that I didn't feel like was just trying to, you know, take my heart and play with it a little bit, but he was very intentional. And so he's my heartbreaker, my heart taker. So that, that stemmed from that, um, box of letters. Um, that's actually based on a true story too. Um, when I was 12, I started writing letters to my future husband and, uh, was very, very hopeless romantic. <laughs> and, um, yeah. I was just like, well, I want to write these to him and he's out there somewhere and want to give them to him someday. So I just like, but if I was frustrated about something or, you know, like, or I wasn't getting guy attention, like I thought I should have, which doesn't really matter in the big scheme of things when you're in high school, but you know, but I would write a letter and then just like kind of fuel it into that. And so, yeah, I see kind of got to see, like, after we got married, I gave him that box and, uh, he got to kind of, you know, see my, my growing up journey a little bit through that, but, um, wrote that song actually before I met him though. So that, that, that was like a very special song then to put on the EP once he actually, you know, we were married and he had that box and then, uh, yeah. And then rest, um, rest is a faith-based song. Um, I had been going through some difficult things. My dad was having some health challenges and I was just kind of like down and came back from, um, visiting my dad and he's, he's thankfully praise the Lord fine now, but, um, he, he was uh, struggling with some heart stuff at the time, but I came back from visiting him and I was just kind of like worn out and, uh, and, uh, got into a writing session and, 
like we were just talking about, I mean, it's a, it's a story song. There's different situations in it um, with pe- different people going through different things. But for me, when there's when that life that brings those lows, which kind of happens a lot, there's one place to turn and that's to the Lord and rest in that. So that's, that's rest. And then behind the wheel, um, there's a guy named Pete Salas. He's a super great writer in town. And then uh, Steve O'Brien was the other writer in that session that day. But uh, we were just, Pete is hilarious and he like anytime I write with Pete he's just so fun and spunky so behind the wheel is just kind of a good fun like it's not about the car a guy drives it's it's the man you know like all the external things don't matter but it's just kind of a fun upbeat country song I like getting sassy with it perform it so it's a fun one (laughs) well I love that you have this journey through your music and boy what a storyteller you are and that's fantastic because you can talk about your journey through your songs and and when I heard little girl in the mirror and I watched the video I was just so taken back and it was so impacting and I loved it and I thought boy this could really speak to a lot of a lot of people, you know, and it's about taking that look back and really providing now the wisdom that you have and saying, Hey, listen, things could be different. Mm-hmm. Things could have been different. And mm-hmm. here you are now, and this is what you can look forward to. And this is how you can create the life you love. So mm-hmm. I really love that. And thank you. Absolutely. And thank you. And so, okay. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for telling me about that, but what's been like, tell me what's been the most exciting in, event in your career thus far that's a little bit of a hard one um it's it's all a little different like because it comes like there's really fun live performing opportunities but um and then there's like really cool things like when my video got added to cmt like that was like a lifelong thing you know to like want to be have a video on cmt.com but um i would say i i got to uh perform on national tv um on the huckabee show on this past october and sing little girl in the mirror and uh talk about my story and that was probably the most i guess fulfilling i guess i'll say um the most fulfilling thing that i've done to date um it was like awesome to to have that live or that national you know live tv performance but um just getting getting to talk about my story and seeing that kind of come full circle like I, I never would have imagined that making my television debut would center around me talking about like my weakest moment in life if that makes sense but uh it was just like fulfilling to see how the Lord used that situation and turned it around to be um something that can impact people and then just getting to sing that and they had a had a band there that played for me they've got a, a house band and they were just awesome to work with so that was a that was probably one of one of the top experiences and and my Huckabee Governor Huckabee was was very kind and just very awesome person to meeting and talking to him so I, I would say that's that's the top so far. <laughs> Fantastic. That is awesome. So let me ask you, on the other end of the spectrum, what's been your biggest challenge for you thus far as an artist? Well, I would say in today's like musical industry, as like if you like think back to some of the different greats, you know, or Dolly Parton and Reva and those different ones that right. the women in country music, they were um signed in like the record label kind of focus industry and radio airplay and all those things. And the industry has just changed so much because of 
streaming services like Spotify and all those things are good, but it's totally changed the game. So now the industry wants to see um, that you as an artist have a fan base and have a following and that you've kind of created a little bit of a business for yourself, if that makes sense, before they'll really take you on and, you know, do the big label promotion type things. And so, of course, independent artists can go far by themselves too, but it takes a lot of more a lot more manpower and a, and a big team kind of behind the scenes of like, you know, people that I'm kind of working with, just like friends and family spreading the word and things like that. So it just takes a lot more, a lot more manpower, I'd say to kind of get to get a career like really going. Um, like I'd love to see it go um, than it might have like a number of years ago. So I'd say that that's just the biggest challenge, not getting to focused on like specific instances of like, oh, I didn't get that gig that I wanted or, oh, I didn't, you know, blah, 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 or I'm out of my timetable. That kind of has, I've, I've learned to have to kind of be flexible with that. And uh, I still have perfectionistic tendencies and want to <laughs> like kind of control too much things sometimes. And so I think that just kind of like taking a step back and realizing that it's not my timetable, you know, I just have to kind of go with what take it as it comes and focus on the um, good things that happen and not take things for granted when they do and appreciate those and just keep, just keep moving forward, I guess, keep grinding. But yeah, so I, I would just say, yeah, it's making it, making it intentional and uh, realizing that it's a long haul and not like a, not the short term, which, which is fine. Cause it'll make that much sweeter when those things happen. Absolutely. And wow, you know, such great insight because I think to parallel that with like writers these days versus what writing was Mm -hmm. like and publication was like in the past, again, it's something similar where the expectations are. They want you to have this foundation of you're going to come at them with a certain number of listeners and you're going to have followers and you're going to already Mm -hmm. have an established business per se. And for those of you trying to make it out there, I mean, that's kind of hard because you're young and you haven't run a business necessarily before, but yet mm-hmm. you know you, you have these great skills and you could can put them into play and you can use them to create that business. You're going to get it. It's about timetables. It's about collaboration. It's about networking and it's mm-hmm. about moving, keeping active and ha- being intentional. So, mm-hmm. and I love that insight that you have to offer. And if you were, because you've already given so much wisdom already, but if you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom, how would you wrap that up? Yeah. Well, I would say don't, well, I would kind of say two things, but they're both related. Um, One is just like, don't be afraid to be yourself. Like every person on this planet has like unique gifts and unique talents. And um, you might look to the person next to you and say, oh, but they're better at this like or you know I see so many great artists in Nashville and hear so many great singers but there's something special that I have that they don't have you know and there's things that they have that I will never have if I try for my whole life you know and so like instead of us focusing on like the comparison game which I get caught up into um I'm preaching to the choir on that (laughs) one but instead of getting caught up in the comparison like realize that you have unique gifts and talents and unique stories and your stories and like where you've come from and where you're going that can really impact people and just regardless of whatever somebody else is going through I think realizing that it's okay to not be okay and to share um, what you're going through and where you've been can really inspire people and so I'd I'd say that for sure and then just uh, yeah and then um, 
on the it's okay to not be okay note, um, whatever you have gone through realizing or what you're going through now realizing that that can really actually propel you forward in the long run when you kind of embrace, embrace your story. So yeah, so that's kind of what I, what I'd encourage people to do. Bravo. I agree with both of those words. Wisdom. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Thank you for being of course. on the Core Women podcast today with me, Stephanie. Of course. It's my pleasure, Summer. Thank you. If you'd like to know more about Stephanie, go to stephowensmusic.com and follow her on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you need a strategic empowerment coach, contact me. If you want to tell your story of empowerment or how you have reconstructed your life to drive change, send me a video or an email of your story providing permission to use it on my social media platforms. If you want to be featured on my podcast, reach out to me at info at corewomen.com. I want to hear from you and to get to know you. You are now part of the Core Women home. Let's get to know each other. Let's learn from one another. Please follow Core Women on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let your women friends know about this podcast. If you write about core women in your social media posts, please hashtag core women. This is all about women. Thank you for taking the time to learn more about core women and please stay tuned for continued growth of the core women movement. Let's grow and drive change together. 